0: Well, good morning. Good morning to all my listeners out there. How you doing? This is Saturday, October 8th, and this is our 29th episode. I must tell you, my excitement tells you this episode is not going to be that long, 20 minutes maybe, but I got to talk about my Seattle Mariners and those of us who are fans After waiting 21 years. Okay, I'm your podcaster, R. Keith Langston. And I'm going to give it to you how we feel. And like it is. And first of all, let me thank all my listeners. United States, Germany, uh, Australia, Brazil, India, United Kingdom, Iran, Austria, Bangladesh, Canada, Saudi Arabia... The R word, Turkey, South Africa, New Zealand, France, and now the Netherlands. Thank you all for being here, and I got something happy and exciting to talk about. If any of you are, are baseball fans or sports fans of any kind, or even, say, Seattle fans, and you might be living all over the state. If you are, this is what I'm talking about. Talking about the PNW, my listeners. It's about our Seattle Mariners who haven't been to the playoffs for 21 years. And they go, they got to play all three games on the road, and they got to win two before they can move on to the next round. I don't particularly like baseball setup because if you get in the playoffs, I don't care what round it is, everybody should be able to see you. Your home team should be able to see you play a game instead of maybe going to Toronto and getting knocked out and won't see no game. But anyway, I had to make moves. I had to buy an app to get ESPN to watch the game, it's not even on a local channel. But anyway, my happiness subsides and overflows. My excitement is just wow, wow. The Mariners played a great game, great pitching. That is awesome pitching. That dude's throwing You know, he's throwing 100 miles an hour on a slider. 98, 97. You can't hit a slider like that. And he just... He was messing them up that... They couldn't even get on base until the 8th or 9th inning. And they got on base with a base hit. You You know, the Mariners came out early. First... They got, you know, Julio, he's back. He got on base by getting hit by a pitch. And he scored later on. Then his next at bat, he got hit again by a pitch. And he also scored on that one. Knocked him in on a home run. I mean, they are really. They got good bats. They have great pitching. And that's a really good team, the Seattle men is the way they're playing together. They are feeling it. And they gotta go to the next round. Yeah, they got if they make it first they need to win this today and get this over with. Okay? They need to beat Toronto today and get it over with. Okay, because I know they have the power and the pitching. And then they have to Meet the Houston Astros, a great big nemesis for the last five years after they joined our division. Yeah, we got to meet the Astros. They are a big problem. They won 100 games again. Ain't no telling what else they're going to do. But they're really good. Astros and Yankees have no first games. They're in the first round they sit out. They both won over a hundred games. Um, so, you know, that right there tells you how good they are. When the Mariners do make it to the next round, baseball is different than any other sport. As far as the playoffs and how they set it up and stuff like that. Yeah, it's different than any other sport especially when a, when one of the teams are in the playoffs and they're in a series they don't get one game at home I think that's really fucked up and I think fans are going to start screaming about that it's not special to go have to go drive down to the stadium while they're in Toronto you got to drive to Seattle You gotta pay $10 to get in to watch a game on a big screen. Yes, they had thousands down there. But how else were they gonna do it? You know, they felt good about watching it with other fans. Then they felt about sitting home with people, a few people are watching on ESPN. They wanted to go see it on big screen. And they did. And they weren't disappointed they were enlightened by what the Mariners had to bring. I mean, they have got some soccer-to-your-pitchers that you can't hit. And they had to have these guys. Not only that, their bullpen is the top two or three in, a, in, a, in, in Major League Baseball. They're really good. They don't give up any runs when the bullpen comes in. They don't give up nothing. So it hasn't happened yet. We did have a reliever come in, but, you know, that was he only came in for uh, 1.1 innings to finish the game, and he throws heat. They couldn't even hit him if they wanted to. Um, but I think one dude hit one out there to the right field. It wasn't, you know, a home run, but he got a base hit. And the Mariners are rolling it along. I mean, you got some damn good players on that team. You know, you got some, some really good people. You got good coaching. You made great moves in the offseason after last season to even get better this year. Like that pitcher you got for last night? You made a big old trade with Cincinnati. You gave up a lot, I should say, to get him. He was really good and sensey. And for some reason, they want they made the deal with Seattle and, you, and took that trade. Now they got probably three or four players. Maybe got a draft pick, but that pitcher is dynamite. He throws heat. He throws a slider you'll never hit. I mean, he's really something The curveball, come on the inside. Oh, my God. The Mariners are what's happening right now. And we need them to win another game. Hopefully today to finish it. So they can at least get some games at home in the next round against Houston. Yeah, that's going to be tough against Houston. Houston cracked the wall all over the place. But the Mariners can too. Now, I don't know how much they're going to have to do against Toronto. Um, Their pitching is not as good as ours. But that was their best pitcher they had last night. And they beat him up. He went, what, six innings, five innings? They used six different pitchers last night because they were scared what the Mariners hitters might do. So they were putting pitchers in to pitch to position players of where they hit, how they hit. The Mariners are pretty damn solid. And somebody who really had better scout pretty well. Don't take them for granted. Don't take them lightly. They're real happy with each other. And when you got a team that loves each other, happy together, they're going to play great together. Do you see them? They are a team. And right now it's going to be hard to beat that team. You have to be a team like them. And they have some great togetherness that I don't think it can be shaken. And at 1 o'clock p.m. Pacific time, we're going to watch them again. And a lot of people are going to be at T-Mobile Park watching the game on the big screen. I'm going to watch it here ESPN. Maybe my sister will come by. I don't know. But I'm going to be watching that game. And it's going to be a really, really, really good game. It's already made it. The Mariners made it into going to be a good game. Because they shut Toronto out to make it a good series just by doing that. Now Toronto is on their back heel. Because if Seattle does win this game, Toronto's knocked out. So... I believe that's going to happen. I believe they've had that kind of season at the end of the year last year. They end up winning 90 games, trying to get in. And then they come back this year and they take over second-place wildcard. They should have had number one. They should have been number one. But they didn't do it. You know, they're fucking around on the last road trip. You know, you lose... uh, you lose five out of eight, not not good. You come home, you know, you lose a couple games to the Tigers and one to the A's. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Maybe one to the Rangers. But you got it done. You hit the ball. You had a walk-off home run to put you into the playoffs. I think that's amazing and outstanding the way you did it. I think it's great how good you're going to be. Your pitching is outstanding. You get runners on the back. And you got, you know, we got J-Rock. You know, he he's a Rookie of the Year in American League. He got 28 home runs. And 20-something stolen bases. Okay, he's so good. When he came back from his 10-day ten-day uh, IL stint, Injury Reserves, IR, when he came off of that, what, uh, about a week or so ago, his first at-bat, first pitch, home run, he's 21 years old. He's a lot of glue for the team because he's so young and he's going to be even better and be so good. He's good right now. As a Rookie of the Year award goes to him, he's going to definitely get better. And they gave him a lifetime contract. He's got paid. He ain't got nothing to worry about. All he got to do is go out there and play baseball every year like they like it. And he's going to be here. Um, you know, we we had Ken Griffey Jr. That's one of the best. You can't really get much better than him. He was a great draft pick. He was a great player. We had Randy Johnson, a great pitcher. We had Ichiro Suzuki he always get on base. He could throw you out. He got a rifle of an arm. You know, we had, over the years, we had good, good players, and when we won that 115 games in 2001, we should have went to the World Series hands down. It didn't happen. Luke Pinella. whatever the fuck you did wrong, that's like like the Seahawks losing the second Super Bowl after Russell and then winning the first one the year before. Well, you did something wrong by not giving Marshawn Lynch the ball. At the two-yard line, what the fuck? He's going in. And and then Luke Pinella. whatever you did in that first round against the White Sox to lose those series, that series in 2001 when we won 115 games hide the major league record. You failed. You didn't even win a playoff game. You got knocked the fuck out. He was a great, respected manager, what they call coach, manager, in the major leagues, but he didn't get it done. Scott's Service was nobody when he came to Seattle. Nobody knew who the fuck he was. He wasn't doing so great. He had to end up making some moves after his third, third year. Started making moves in that fourth year. They saw what he had, what he put together. What kind of people he got young. And they almost made it. They came back this year, started out bad. They were 10, 15 games under 500. And then... They came back and won 14 games in a row. This year, beginning of the season, they started out nasty. They got it together and won 14 in a row to let everybody know, pay attention to us. Look out. We're coming. And they did just that. I still think, you know, maybe next year, though, They'll win the division or get the wild card. But this here team, young, strong, progressive. They're going to be very progressive as we've seen from last year and where they are this year. They're going to be a very progressive team with a lot of good players yet to get better that are young. These Seattle Mariners are really something else. Julio Rodriguez is really something else as a rookie. Oh my God, the pitching staff is outstanding. Robbie Ray pitches the game today. His overall season record ain't the greatest, but he will strike your ass out. You know, he will strike you out and he'll hold the score down. He may need... Uh, uh, reliever to come in and, and relieve for him today I don't think he's gonna go a whole 8 like uh, God, I can't remember that pitcher's name last night but that guy was outstanding and, and you know you're gonna bring Robbie Ray and he's good too I believe his season record is only 12 and 12 which is doesn't look too good huh but when you see him pitch and how much better he got, he's really crafty, shifty, and will strike you out. The Mariners have strikeout arms. They will do that this year all the way down to number five. And the bullpen is outstanding. So if you wanna see a good baseball game, and I know football is started and people are into their fantasy And so am I. I got a couple teams and a couple leagues. And you know, baseball, it it took the city of Seattle to get in the playoffs for me to get excited about baseball all over again. And right now, here we are. I'm excited all over again for the Seattle Mariners. And I'm going to keep this podcast kind of short, as I mentioned. Um, we're about out of time. I'm about to cut this one. This is a special episode, number 29, on October the 8th. This is about the Seattle Mariners in the playoffs. And we need to go today and win that, that second game and relax and come on home. Okay? You need to go get it done. You got the people, you got the pitching, and we got the bats. We definitely got the bats, Seattle Mariners. We got the bats to beat them up and the pitching to shut them down. Let it be, let it be, let it be. All right? Let's move on. Now, I'm going to thank all you guys. And it was United States, Germany, Australia, Brazil, India, United Kingdom, Iran, Austria, Bangladesh, Canada, Saudi Arabia, the R word, Turkey, South Africa, New Zealand, France, and the Netherlands, our newest country. We now have 17 countries. We're doing all right. Now, when we hit number 30, our next episode on Tuesday, yeah, I'm gonna have some good pop for you. But this here I had to talk about because it's on my mind. And there's a lot of fans from the Seattle Mariners or from the Seattle area that love the Mariners. And now here we are. Okay, this is our time. Right now, in 2022 of October, Seattle Mariners, this is our time. Let's go, Mariners! And with that said, have a good day. Enjoy the game. I'm out.